0: Bong, bong! ClayMcMathComedy.com for all my dates, deets, and links. If you want to see me live doing stand-up, just go to ClayMcMathComedy.com, go to the shows tab, and find a date that suits you at a location near you All around Adelaide, all around rural South Australia, going into regional Victoria as well. So start looking at those dates, buying tickets, buying them as soon as possible, selling them out. The quicker you sell them out, the less money I have to spend on marketing. So uh, doing a huge favour if you just buy the tickets as quickly as possible. Feeling tired? F*** that! Perk up and level up with Bung Bung Coffee's delicious Modern Dark Roast. Your favourite brewer's favourite brew. Bangbangcoffee.com Welcome to welcome to the party. Best show on the internet, ask anybody. You know it's easy, money, sit back, relax, get your headphones, everybody. Welcome to welcome to the party, blackout in the booth, every episode's a party. We go hard like Ricky Bobby, tell a friend to tell a friend. This is welcome to the party. Welcome to the party, bung bung, it's your man Claytron, aka the big boss man, aka the clumsy jeweler, because I'm always dropping gems, aka the milkman, because I always deliver, aka the PhD of podcasting, the magnum PR of podcasting, the captain, the Sylvester Stallone of podcasting, because I am always coming with the cliffhangers, back in the booth, with bald man,
1: what's up, how's it going man?
0: Oh, it is what is it is, and it ain't yeah. what it ain't here at the Welcome to the Potty Podcast. But uh, yeah, man, haven't haven't got a lot of news for you this week. You got anything?
1: No, just trying to maintain, man. Yeah, just on our theme. yeah,
0: just trying to stay out the way. Yeah. Um, all that good stuff. I did. I did go to the beach on on Sunday, the day that you came over to watch some NBA, and there was a guy walking down the beach with his with his phone in his hand, like just playing music. And you know you can't blast music with those things, but you can get them up pretty loud to where it's like shameless.
1: Yeah, sound travels on the beach too. Yeah, this man. This man was
0: listening to Mambo Number Five, bro.
1: That's crazy. What's his name? (laughs) Lou Baker. Yeah, yeah, Lou yeah. yeah, yeah, you got it, man.
0: Um, and that, yeah, just talking about all the bitches that he has. So I thought that was a wild move by this dude walking down the beach, man. That's a throwback. Yeah, I couldn't believe it. So that's really what stuck out to me this week. Um, but it's been... That's a
1: crazy highlight to the
0: week. Yeah. Oh, I went to a party.
1: Yeah, how was that?
0: It was It was like the most Adelaide shit of all time, bro. Nixie was there. Nixie? Yeah.
1: I don't know who Nixie is, dog.
0: No one comes to mind.
1: Nixie, no. Nah.
0: Head coach of the Adelaide Crows.
1: Oh, okay. Was it Stephen Nix? Is that no? Wait, Matthew Nix. Matthew Nix. That's it.
0: So he was there. I didn't talk to him because I learned my lesson when I talked to Tex Walker. But I also wasn't as lit. I was, I was like, actually. I was. I was pretty lit. But I think I did learn my lesson. Rebecca Morse was there. Morsi um, we'll Morsi Yeah. Morsi <laughs> yeah. Morsi everyone was calling her beep boop all night yeah she was there talked to her did a bit of networking there that was um, that wasn't a complete waste of time and that sounds that actually kind of sounded rude the way I said that but she was, that she was nah she was a, a good value um, and that kind of sounds like I was I was trying to use her I mean she, like good value good hang good chat yeah cool yeah Um. yeah man and it was just like they all went to high school with the person whose birthday it was. So it was just like, yeah, mad, just mad Adelaide shit. Very Adelaide. Like, yeah, just yeah. seeing mad, uh, not mad famous people, but two famous people.
1: They're pretty famous. Yeah. Pretty famous here in Adelaide. For Adelaide at least, yeah. yeah.
0: Well, Nixie, I guess, Australia-wide for
1: sure. Mm, probably not so much in Queensland, but... Yeah. Yeah, he would be known in a few places.
0: Yeah. But we talked about this with, with Tex. Like, in Melbourne, Tex could probably go get a coffee without, like without too many people coming up, right? Because people only, like, they don't give a fuck about SA footy players, really. But if he goes to get a coffee in Adelaide, like, someone's probably going to approach him. Multiple people. Yeah. Yeah. Coaches in general. I think maybe NBA coaches is different. Like, Dog Rivers is getting approached. Yeah. Pop's getting approached. Do you think Adrian Griffin gets approached? Not now. (laughs) (laughs) Can we talk, can we talk about, this whole situation for a second.
1: Like, Doc Rivers stepping into his job.
0: Doc Rivers has been there for five games.
1: He's taking all the credit.
0: Well, how can he be taking credit when you're one and four since you got there? You're yeah. basically taking them under 500. <laughs> this yeah. guy had the 30 and 13, I think he was, got fired. The best record in the East, it's, I think. It's it was. pretty
1: crazy that he's the all star coach now. Yeah. And there needs to be a change to the rules.
0: And he said he said, like, oh, I'm gonna give my all star ring and, and my all star bonus to Adrian. It's like
1: That's the least you do. Give that man his job back. Yeah. Awesome.
0: You should give that motherfucker at least uh, you know, a quarter of, of your salary, man. Like he did a better job than you. You are one and four with the same team.
1: If they don't go on to win this What happened with Doc Rivers? Like, do you know if his deal is multi-year? Not that that matters.
0: I've got no idea what his deal is. Um, I know his deal is that he can't not coach under pressure. I know that. (laughs) I know he won one finals and everyone thinks he's a, like, generational talent as a coach. You won one finals with the first ever super team. How about that? And then you went on and lost everything since then. Yeah, it's you've broken, been back.
1: Broken so many losing records, hasn't he?
0: And he keeps going. He keeps going back with all these stacked teams. And it's like, yeah, you're supposed to be there, and he still can't win. Mm. So I, I like, hey, respect to Doc Rivers or whatever, but he managed talent once. He did it once, and he gets so much props as a co- as a coach, man.
1: He gets good. He gets good records. I find like win loss records until it comes to the playoffs.
0: Or like his, his team's always good, or until he gets to the Milwaukee Bucks and he's wonderful. They'll be right,
1: man. They'll be right. They'll sort this shit out. But uh, yeah, I just don't think he's a playoff coach. Yeah, and yeah, I think history's telling us all that. Got and one championship.
0: He set himself up for failure, man. Because this this Milwaukee Bucks team it, ain't it. So you don't reckon they're coming out of the east? Coming out of the east is the uh, Boston Celtics, and coming out of the west yeah. is the Denver Nuggets. Uh, until further notice. There's no – you cannot tell me anyone else coming out of either conference.
1: I think I'm more sure about the Nuggets in Boston, but we'll see.
0: You believe more in – you believe in Milwaukee a little bit? You got some
1: – Well, I don't know, man. Like, Chris Stapps is just so injury-prone, and I feel like he's such a big part of what Boston's been doing this year. Yeah, and – I hope he stays healthy. I don't want to see anyone him like
0: Him and Derek White are just just fucking – they're not the best players on the team because it's JB and JT, but like – they're the most valuable on the team because they they get it done night after night. Whether JB or JT get it done that night, those two are getting it done, and so they can lead, They can they can have a bad game and fall back onto those two.
1: Mm, yeah, it's a solid supporting cast they go there.
0: it's crazy. It's not the deepest bench, which is a concern in playoffs, especially when it if you come if you do make it out and get up to Denver. Who do have a have a deeper bench, but that that seven man rotation is elite.
1: Yeah, I mean they've got still got a few hours left to deepen that bench. I guess
0: when is the trade deadline like today?
1: I think it's today like America time. Yeah, yeah, like midnight, midnight on the eighth.
0: Hmm, something could happen. Yeah,
1: listeners will. We'll know everything that's happened by the time they hear this. Yeah, but yeah. Right the window's now, open in, as we speak. We're in limbo. Yeah. It hasn't really been too many big trades. yet. You should open
0: up a window, <laughs> just in case something happens. Breaking news. Even though it won't be breaking news when the when the episode drops. Maybe I can. Maybe if there is breaking news, I can put a clip out. All right, on it. Comedy, action, horror? Will this movie win an Oscar? Set design, directing, acting, lighting, like or costume? This segment is plays reviews. All right, you picked you picked it.
1: Yeah, my bad. Um,
0: well, no, you didn't pick it.
1: No, I did. Oh, you did. So, because we were doing romance films, I thought I'll let Hannah choose for me this week, and she chose two films. But I think you've reviewed them already. Mm. So then I just made a decision at work. I just jumped on Netflix on my phone, typed in romance, and sent you the first movie that popped up.
0: Yeah, Purple Hearts, man. Yeah. Do you want to give us the uh the plot? Yep. So,
1: in spite of their many differences, Cassie, a struggling singer-songwriter, and Luke, a troubled marine, agree to marry solely for military benefits. But when tragedy strikes, the line between real and pretend begins to blur.
0: Mm. Now, this move, this movie doesn't even deserve spoiler alert. Okay, because I'll, I'll, I'll be frank, I'm not recommending this one. I'm not going to give the score first, but I'm, I'm not. We're not doing spoiler alerts. Okay. I'm going to say exactly what happened in this fucking movie. Breakdown. Because, one, this chick was insufferable. Absolutely insufferable. She was the stereotypical feminist. Not all feminists are like this. I actually don't believe this to be what feminism is. She was just argumentative about everything, no matter what it was. Just any, not even just feminism, just any sort of political situation. I thought it was just going to be about. Feminism and big pharma at the start, and then it went into um, you know war and guns and racism, and they they couldn't stop. They couldn't pick one topic or issue to to settle on. Which was it was just so like it just took me out of it because I'm just like, how exhausting would it be to be in this bitch's life, man?
1: Yeah, very. Yeah, very, I guess. Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. I, I didn't like this film. <laughs> <laughs> I just did not enjoy this shit.
0: Nah, man, it was trash. It was yeah. trash. Um, I thought she, it was
1: she was hot though. I've never seen her in a film before. No, now that kind of kept me a little bit engaged. She
0: was hot, and I did some research on her. She's a um Disney Channel chick, right? Okay, and she is a singer. So this movie was basically, I, I believe, this movie may have just been made. Um, as a vehicle to further her singing career, right?
1: Dude, I hated that song by the end of it.
0: Dude, there was... Okay, the first song that she plays uh, over Skype or Zoom, whatever we're doing these days, they played it and everyone, like all the soldiers, you know, clapped through the computer. Next scene, you have to sit through the whole song again while she does it at a bar. Next scene, we, yeah. we played it back to back.
1: And then ten minutes after that, playing it
0: again. (laughs) It needs to be a banger, okay, if you're doing that. You're killing the song. It's not even a good song.
1: I don't think I'm exaggerating when I say it the whole song got played three times in that film.
0: Maybe three and a half. Yeah. I wanted
1: to say four, but that felt like exaggerating. (laughs) Let's roll with four. Let's round up to three and a half. Bruh,
0: it was incredible how they could have chopped twenty minutes off of this bitch. Because it was two hours long. Yeah. a, A a movie of this standard maximum 90 minutes this was 2 hours long if you if you calm down with the music you've got this at 240 i mean 140 140
1: yeah yeah that song was insufferable
0: yeah the dude's background they're not totally transparent with you about what it is until the very end so like you actually can't sympathize with him until 5 minutes until the movie's almost over
1: which which part of his background
0: that he um, was an addict.
1: Wait, you didn't pick that up pretty early on when he was in, like, drug debt?
0: Well, you don't need to be an addict to be in drug debt, right? You can just be a fucking...
1: disowned from his family. But his his dad dad was... But, yeah, I was just thinking,
0: like, his dad's, like, a straight-laced military police, like, caught his son smoking, and he, like, hated him for it. They didn't really say that it was narcotics or what it was until the very end when he admitted... The issue, I just thought it was like a bunch of weed debt. I don't yeah, know how yeah. you can get him 15 grand of weed debt, but I was just like, they didn't really make it clear. So I didn't give a fuck about this guy.
1: Yeah, okay.
0: He's handsome. He looked like the Greek shower. Shout out. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: the uh, the op- The first song that they do, which was like maybe Sweet Caroline, which is a fucking trash song. I hate that song. It is for idiots. Um the fact that people fucking bum bum bum. I fucking hate it. I hate being around it when it happens. They're a cover band singing this song, which is whack. And how extra she was on stage as a cover band, I couldn't I couldn't I just couldn't even watch it, bro.
1: She's she was not a good singer.
0: No. <laughs> Dude. No. But no. she thought she was. She she and was. So did
1: everyone else in the film. <laughs> Dude, her
0: come up. How quick was the come up? It
1: was ridiculous. It was so many things in this film were just ridiculous. But that was by far the most. She rad. was
0: playing in a bar one minute, then she was opening for Florence and Machine the next.
1: Like sold out stadium.
0: Stadium, bro. Hollywood Bowl. I don't. I don't know, bro. I don't know. Um, oh, I didn't even say what I ate. Okay? <laughs> this movie. I had, a, I had a splice. Remember a splice? Yeah. I had one of them because I was like, romance, two flavors like coming together.
1: Yeah, okay. What did you go Roll with? it? I had a Magnum Mini, which was fitting because this shit was mid. <laughs> like, right on point. Yeah.
0: Yeah. What else did I have? Oh. On the drug thing, the 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 first scene that the drug dealer is in where he's, like, chasing him with the car.
1: Oh, when he's out running. Yeah.
0: yeah. I was like, one, in a movie, maybe even in real life, a, a, a Marine cannot be this scared of a civilian. Can't be. And two, drug dealers, drug dealers is the easiest role to play. It's the easiest one. This guy was the worst drug dealer I've ever seen in my whole cinema watching history. I've never seen a worse drug dealer.
1: Yeah. It was how ratty looking, wasn't he?
0: Yeah. And the way he talked, like he was trying to do like the druggy voice and yeah, like, never done a drug in his life. Yeah. It, and like the manic, like laughter, like after he was like, I think he said like, I know where you fa- I know where your family live or something. And he was like, <laughs> I was like, yeah. you suck, dude. Like, Another, I mean, dude, call me. Someone call me because I can do better. I can do better than this. I could be Barbie. I could be drug dealer number one. I, it's too easy, man. You're, you're hiring absolute nuff nuffs. Just, oh, it was frustrating. Everyone was bad. Everyone. I can't remember any examples of dialogue, but the dialogue was horrific.
1: Oh, I got one quote. Yeah, him. This was from right at the start. Um, when the Marines walk into the bar and one of them like asked her for some type of drink and she was like, How about you pace yourself, bro? I don't know, man. That that just set it off for me. At the start of the film, I was like, This film's gonna fucking suck. <laughs> <laughs> that line sucks. This is all so cheesy.
0: Just the attitude of her I would I'd be so mad, bro, if I was if I walked into a bar five seconds. I'm in there five seconds to ask for a drink. And you give you give me that type of attitude, bro. I'd be yeah, like,
1: pretty much just told him to go get it himself. Get like me this. another
0: waitress, bitch. Yeah. What the fuck is happening? Not long after that, she goes. She goes to the best friend's house. Basically, the reason she goes to the best friend's house is she she asked him to marry him. She's got diabetes. She can't afford the medication. Her insurance won't pay for the medication. So she's like, I'll marry my friend who's a marine, and I'll get his benefits. Just,
1: just on that. I might have missed it, but was the relationship there? She used to babysit him.
0: I think they said that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Okay. Uh, and that, then, that's kind of
0: weird. Yeah. The dude was like, like no, like it's a it's illegal. I, I'm sorry, I can't do this. Um, then this dude, obviously with the the drug debt, um, overhears it. He's the um, bunk mate of the best friend, and then that then he's like, oh, maybe I'll do it with her so I can pay off my debt. My family's gonna be safe. She's gonna get her medication. Bang, bang. As soon as this happened, I turned to rage and I was like, that nigga's gonna die. (laughs) I was (laughs) like, if, if anybody dies in this film, he dies. If multiple people die, he dies first. Guaranteed. As soon as that scene happened, as soon, oh man, I was like, he is so dead.
1: And he—he he was the only person that died. He was the
0: game. only mm. dead person, and I called it—I called it—in the house. And then when they went and did the wedding ceremony, and he gave her the ring, I was like, "Oh, he's not getting that yeah, back." back. <laughs> I was like, "It's <laughs> over. It's so obvious." And Rage is like, <laughs> "I couldn't believe it, man. I couldn't believe it. It was so like emotionally, like." I've said i said this about another movie. The other movie that comes to mind is Mr. Church with Eddie Murphy. Emotionally manipulative. And you it makes you cry. And then you you're like, oh, it brought so much emotion out of me. What a good movie. But it's like, no, it just it just played tricks on you. Just a sad story. Yeah. And this was man, I got my beard hair in my mouth. This was that, but it no part of it. Brought me in enough to like actually make me feel emotion. The like I said, the the main character, Luke, his story didn't become clear until five seconds uh, before the end. The girl's story was, I thought, gonna be a bit of a tearjerker because I, I I think the you know the profit on medicine is unacceptable. People need to survive. Mm. But she was such a cunt for ninety percent, ninety eight percent of the movie that I was like, I don't care if you die. Like, I hope you can't forge medicine. Like it just then need, you you need to give me something as the as the main character for me to invest in you. But you're just like pushing everyone away, including the audience. So how am I supposed to like really care whether you get medicine?
1: God pretty Much saw her as like the villain of the film, man.
0: Yeah, it was crazy. And the whole, the whole like
1: rude to everyone and sucked at singing,
0: yeah. And the fact that she's like a Disney Channel girl and she's supposed to like this movie seemed like it was like to be her first step into Hollywood. And it's like, but no one's ever gonna want to see her in a movie again mm. because she was such a cunt. It was, I don't know, it was so backwards, man. Oh my god, it's so. Big and strong. Bung bung coffee. Big strong flavor. Competition? I don't think so. Bungbungcoffee.com. Get yours. So they went out to dinner, then they had to go and stay at the the motel where like all the, the wives stay before they deploy the husbands deploy. Yep. Or not, not only husbands, but the military people deploy, and they they had sex because he showed weakness on the bed. He to, he told her he was scared of deploying. He was scared of his fake marriage situation. He was he was scared, and that realness, that weakness, that vulnerability made her want to fuck him, bro.
1: Yeah, got it going.
0: One, that's so gross, and two. Chicks don't dig that. They think they do and they tell you they do early before they see you cry. A girl that's never seen you cry wants nothing more than to see you cry and be like, oh, he's so sensitive. But once they see that shit, gross, bro. (laughs) They don't want to see that, bro. They don't want to see it. Shaq's recently been on his show, The Big Show, I think it's called, and he said you should never open up to a woman because when she gets mad, she will hold that against you. And I hundred percent am on board with that.
1: Sounds like wise words.
0: Yeah, bro. And that's like I just I just think it's so it's so funny, bro. As she was she hated him, she hated him, bro. She couldn't stop talking shit to this motherfucker, and it, all he said was I'm scared, and he did some weird thing with his bottom lip because he like, was such a <laughs> pussy, and she was like, I'm gonna fuck you now. <laughs> it was fucking nuts, dude. Um, some Disney shit. <laughs> yeah, bro. Oh, yeah, and then even even after that, because he was scared, right, he couldn't sleep that night, he got up in the middle of the night and went for a run to, like, take his mind off shit. She got mad at him because he didn't want to talk about the night before when she banged him for being a pussy, which is un- unbelievable. I can't believe this dude's getting pussy for being a pussy. It's un- unheard of. Um. She gets mad at him, so she hates Duke. He goes to Iraq, and all of a sudden, he becomes an inspiration for her whole music career. Every song she writes He's the muse. from this moment <laughs> yeah. is just getting her paid, bro.
1: <laughs> I'm still so mad that she kept getting gigs, dude.
0: But she here's the thing that they don't—they fail to even explain. She's fully on the come up getting gigs, sold-out shows, sold-out bowls. And she's still getting military benefits. Cut the cord. Yeah. I know they had to wait until he got back or whatever to get the divorce, but like...
1: She was still driving that Subie around. Yeah. Not there's anything wrong with Subies, but hers was beat up.
0: And when she left the Florence and the Machine show, all these fans are out there yeah. as she gets into this beat-up hoopty. And it's like one... No opening act has fans, okay? <laughs> and two, have a bit of respect, man, because no, you, even if you've got fans, once you get into that car, that you're not Kawhi Leonard, you know? They're not going to give you props for getting into a hoopty. They're going to be like, what's wrong with son?
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> it was nuts, bro. It, the whole – everything that happened was so backwards – I laughed. I laughed very hard when um, Luke came back with um, shattered legs and he had no choice <laughs> but so to. Savage, he had no choice but to live in a three story walker. Yeah. Motherfucker could, Mother couldn't walk. And um, to. Yeah, to try and make the dad not snitch on him and believe that it was true love, he had to move in with her. And, you know, she's a poor bitch that lives on the third story. No elevator, dude. I was howling. And the dad said it. He said, you live in a three-story walk-up? Is there an elevator? <laughs> I was like, fuck. Oh, man.
1: Part that got me was um, when Luke beat up the drug dealer. I just feel like there's no coming back from... Like, getting beat up by a dude who can't even walk.
0: Yeah, dude. He that was, was hobbling. And how are you going to sneak up on someone when you got a limp? Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes when I'm walking behind, like, if I'm, like, leaving a gig late or something and there's a woman on the street and I'm walking, like, behind her, I, like, intentionally kick the pavement so she could hear that someone's behind her so I don't, like... Yeah, just give her up. a heads up. Yeah. Because yeah. I'm not going to... Saying hey is nuts. <laughs> hey, I'm coming by. <laughs> <laughs> so I give like, yeah, I give the ground a bit of a kick. And that's what this dude was like. He was crippled, bro. He's got a walking stick, okay? He's got a walking stick and two legs that don't work. So, yeah.
1: Was it both legs? I thought it was just one that got like messed up.
0: Nah, shattered both legs. <sighs> Ouch. Yeah. And, um... Yeah, getting beat up by a man with no legs is hectic. That must that dude must have been getting high on his own supply for sure.
1: What did he do after that though? He didn't like disappear out of the He room. went and he went and told to the mum. the, mom. Mom, yeah, uh, that's the right. girl's mum. Yeah. There's a lot of worsts in this film. I feel like that was the worst drug dealer that you've seen. And yep. now that you've broken it down for me, I agree. Worst drug dealer I've seen. Yeah and worst singer. I've ever seen in a film.
0: Worst in-movie in, in movie singer that's yeah. supposed to be good.
1: Yeah. Sorry. So were you saying she's actually meant to be like a singer in real life? Yeah. I'm sorry to hear that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> there is a difference between like mainstream music and like Disney singing. Like Disney singing is not dope. Just catchy shit for kids. Yeah. Like Kristen Bell. She's Frozen. She's the girl from Frozen. She does all the singing. Let it go. Yeah. Yeah. And like that's like let, let it go, you know. It sounds good, mm. but if you do the same voice in like a song, a radio like a song, song how the fuck is it gonna be like? What the fuck is this? Yeah, that's a good point. Um. So no hate on Kristen Bell. The last thing that that I just I couldn't stomach, bro, was um, that you know they just had a fight, kind of mini fight she comes home with uh breakfast breakfast tacos they eat outside kind of like going at each other a bit but not like a full fight then they they're playing around and eating jalapenos which by the way easy easy and then he's like maybe we should watch a movie or something and she says but you smell like jalapenos why don't you have a shower first and he's like, oh, I don't want to stand up that long. It hurts. Have a bath. Also, also a nightmare. She runs him a bath and she starts cleaning him. She sees his legs for the first time. Looks like lasagna. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and again, instantly turned on.
1: Yeah, that was weird.
0: Sleep, no. sleep in the bed tonight. What? bitch
1: yeah that's that's what got him over the line just had to get the legs out yeah
0: dude usually when you get the legs out they got to be like you know muscular and um functional um (laughs) you know smooth even um and many men even shave their legs shout out to the afl and this lady just saw, you know, Freddy Krueger and was like, <laughs> and She was like, Get in bed. She had him sleeping on the couch up until that moment. American, a crippled dude,
1: American hero took one for the team.
0: Man, I just, like nothing, nothing in this movie made a lick of sense to me.
1: No, nah, no, nah, it was just a pretty shit movie.
0: Yeah, you know what scene like probably made me feel something was when they were deploying and the family members were saying goodbye. Oh, I, I did I did think like that's crazy. Like we get in the car and we go to work every day and people, you know, anything can happen. But for the most part, you, you're coming home. This may be, this person's just going to work. This is their job. They're going to work and you may never see them again and they go on for six months, and every day of that six months, you've got to think this might be the day that i never speak to them again, I'll never see them again.
1: Yeah, it's pretty scary. Like, every time the phone rings, you just be on
0: edge. Yeah. Um, I guess, yeah, I guess even when you're not deploying somewhere, I guess, like, if, you're, if you've got a police officer for a partner, every time they leave the house in the morning, it's like, I guess once you get used to it, and if they're, you know, if they're always coming home with, like, boring stories, like, oh, yeah, there was a noise complaint tonight. You might forget, like, the dangers of the job, and it might not be stressful every time. But, like, I every time every time a police officer leaves the house, it's like, that could be their last time, which is, like, a crazy um, way to live, not just for the police officer, but for the family that, like, yeah, has to see them every day, and has to, like, fucking thank God every time they mm-hmm. walk back in the door.
1: Yeah, scary shit, man.
0: Yeah, and yeah, I've never, I've never, ever been in a relationship with someone that is, there's this just like argumentative, just like she just wanted to fight constantly. She was like a full social justice warrior.
1: She was so painful.
0: Yeah. Um. What did you give it, man? I
1: think I'm giving a three.
0: I hit it with a three. I um after after talking this much about it and really breaking down, like seeing my notes again and just seeing how much I hate about it, I think maybe two, maybe a two. That's fair. Yeah. This was, this was not it. Um, don't watch it. Don't even experiment with it. Um, I think it's, it's actually safer. I think it's safer to experiment with drugs than it is to, to watch this movie. <laughs> this was a nightmare, man. And not because, you know, someone got blown up on an IED at war. I think just because, um, yeah, knowing the truth that it is actually possible to make a movie this bad is it's scary scenes.
1: There's just so many better things you can do with your time.
0: Yeah, yeah. So um, good luck to Rachel. I mean, honestly, the blubbering mess that she was, I have no. I have absolutely no hope that we're going to see something better than this. Um, next, next week, week. Okay. because I just can't believe that, that this movie would move <laughs> someone to tears like that. I, I was not invested in in any part of the storyline. The reuni- reuniting with his dad, I don't care. Um,
1: no, they weren't good enough actors to make it realistic. Nah,
0: even like when he told his brother, like, oh, I owe someone some money, he's like, we've been through this. Like, they just they didn't bring any history and it was just like, yeah, I guess this guy's been through some something before. <laughs> like they didn't. They didn't. Yeah, they didn't set anything up. They didn't make anyone likable. Um, it was trash, man. Um, but you know what it is. Welcome to the party on everything. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Claimingmouthcomedy for all my uh, show dates and uh, happy Valentine's Day to everyone. Don't watch this. Hopefully next week we've got a better one for you. Um, Bung Bung Coffee, delivered directly to your door. BungBungCoffee.com and the promo code POTTY, D Y for 15% off all, all orders. I love you guys. Don't forget to love yourselves. And as always, Bung Bung.